Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I don't want it to get lost with Domas and you know, we we went over the numbers with Will Z, the kind of up and down numbers for Kevin Herter, and what a difference that has meant uh, for Sacramento and 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 their stretches of the season. I'm 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 I'm, I'm gonna say this until the season is over. Mike Brown, man, mm. talk about Domas being everything the Sacramento Kings needed, and you're 100 percent right. Everything the Sacramento Kings needed, it's worked out beautifully. Tyrese Halliburton, everything the Indiana Pacers needed, beautiful, perfect. Everybody's happy. Mike Brown ties this all together. Hey, man, you... Um, that entire you coaching it, staff uh, ties you, it all together. You said it uh, definitively um, when we were going through all the the search and who would it be in the three candidates or whatever, and you said it definitively. You said Mike Brown is 100% the right hire for this team. 100% the right hire. Then you were spot on. He... he <laughs> We we got a de- number of different guys, Sabonis, Fox, yeah. all this other stuff. But Mike Brown may be the straw that stirs the drink mm-hmm. with all of this, man. Like he, his energy, his insight, his leadership, um, and the way he's he's understood the the personalities with this team and the DNA of this team and navigated the waters perfectly. I don't know if anybody else could have done. We talk all the time about you know, or at least I do, like, or James does as well, Luke Walton and how he didn't have any players. Like, he didn't have this roster or whatever. I don't know even if Luke Walton, he might have been better with this roster. I don't know if he could do what Mike Brown has done with this group. You know what I mean? It's not just – it's not always just, oh, you have better talent, so you'll look like a better coach. Sometimes you got to navigate the waters a certain way. And I think Mike Brown has done it to perfection. Uh, he definitely has, and I loved – De'Aaron Fox last night talking about, uh, and I think Mike, I think, I think they each talked about, it. I think Mike, Mike Brown started the conversation, but Mike was talking about calling plays uh, for De'Aaron Fox in, 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 or, or, or calling plays there in that fourth quarter. And De'Aaron essentially kind of waving them off and, and changing the call saying, I think we've got something else here. Let's try this. And, the because we hear how detail oriented Mike Brown is, uh, and we hear in, in from from De'Aaron Fox's own words how important structure is to him for them both in the key moment of a game to recognize, hey, I think I have a better idea than 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 this one. Let mm-hmm. me try it, and Mike mentioned that De'Aaron did that on a number of occasions in the fourth quarter, and you see what that turned into, the 9 of 10, the 22 points, and finishing at the basket so regularly uh, in that final quarter, even on that that final possession. Yeah. 
that speaks to both of those guys. It speaks to to to, to Mike Brown and his willingness to to back away a little bit from what we've heard so much mm-hmm. about him and allow his star player to be a star. Mm-hmm. And I just I, I I thought that was beautiful. It, it obviously tremendous from from De'Aaron Fox. Beautiful work from Mike Brown as well. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta. And Mike Brown has done a great job of this. And th- and this is something that, you know, maybe he's learned as a coach. Like, he's grown as a coach from his past stints. Sometimes you just got to – you got to fill the game. Mm-hmm. You can't stay with the, the um, you know, the, the game Coaching plan. Coaching on so the clock, speak. yeah. Yeah, like you got to fill the game. He's done that a couple of times with Sabonis. Sabonis gets two early fouls. Sometimes he takes them out. Sometimes like, nah, you, I need you, big fella. You got to learn how to play with these, these fouls. And – and it's worked a couple of times. And like you just mentioned, uh, you know, late in games when, when Fox sees something, Mike Brown having to trust in the air and fire. And the other thing about that is sometimes you got to do that, right? You got to just, you got to say, Hey, Fox, you see, you see something, I'm going to trust you. And it may work. It may not work, but it's a learning experience. It's a situation where you, you um, invest in, in this, this, this leader, that you're trying to foster, you invest in him right now. So it pays off later down the road. Cause maybe Fox will see something down the road and be like, I remember I read that wrong last time. Mm-hmm. I know how to handle it this time or I read it right, whatever the case may be. And it's all a testament to Mike Brown. Uh, let's hear uh, from Mike Brown. I, I, I still am amazed at how hard that man plays every freaking possession. He doesn't take a possession off. And, you know, when you have that from one of your best players, if not the best player, it, it, it's it's contagious. And that's Mike Brown talking about De'Aaron Fox right there. Yeah, man, it's a great marriage, man. It's a great marriage. Did you catch that? Uh, the the show with um, Mr. and Mrs. Fox afterwards and Reese talking about like she like loved Mike Brown. I didn't. And, I didn't. I, I must have. I didn't realize that was on last night. I know yeah, they had been right. teasing it, but I didn't. I didn't realize it was on last night. Yeah, right after all the broadcasts or whatever, she talked about when she was working with the Warriors, like you know, KD, Curry, you know, Clay. All right, cool. Those are players. I see players all the time. But growing up, she you know watched a lot of LeBron James, and obviously Mike Brown was the coach. And when she met Mike, she's like, "Oh my gosh, that's Mike Brown!" Like she, she was tripping out, and for a dog come full circle, where you know Fox is now being coached by Mike Brown and they're having success. It's, it's, a, it's a great thing to see. I'm sure it'll air 470 more times on uh, NBC Sports. Oh, yeah, because Keegan came on right after that for the 94th time. Oh, good. Oh, hey, good. have you seen the Arco uh, farewell? with? <laughs> Set your DVRs. You don't want to miss it because you can't miss it. I've legit seen it. It's on all the time. It's just like, wow, we're, we're, why don't you? Well, NBC Sports California, why don't you put on D-Lo and KC? Hey, hey come put on Put D-Lo now. and KC on. Like, reach out, yeah. to, reach out to Stacey Kaufman here, and let's let's get something cracking because y'all just airing the same thing over and over again. In this instance, it'll it'll work in my benefit because I'm very positive it'll be on following tonight's game. Uh, so, <laughs> hell, Absolutely. It might be on before tonight's game, uh, and I can I can catch up on that. On that it was side. good, too, by the way. Oh, I bet I, be, I bet it was. Yeah, I bet it Shout was. Shout out to the Foxes. I don't think they're leaving Sacramento ever. I like hearing if that. If they have it their way. 
there's a couple of other things uh, I'd like to talk about as it, as it, as it pertains to the game last night. <laughs> it's, it's again, it's it's funny. We've we've just barely referenced like the performance from Harrison Barnes. Just barely referenced the performance from uh, Devonta Sabonis. But can we talk about two players, the defensive player of the game in KZ Akpala, and that menace to society, man, <laughs> Davion Mitchell. Like Davion Mitchell's defensive highlight reel is getting very lengthy. That, that, you that, mentioned Minister Society. We might have to change his uh, his nickname from Off Night to O Dog. O Dog, yes, indeed. I'm with that. O-dog. That might be his new nickname. We'll come back. We'll talk about these two uh, defensive studs when we return. We'll dive into some other notes in the NBA. We got some 49ers conversation as well. Uh, James Ham's going to join us here today. Uh, plenty more ahead. Uh, phone lines also still open for you. 916-909-1320. It's the other one, Casey, on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. T-Lo and KC continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Odyssey app, a great way uh, to listen to uh, T-Lo and KC uh, on the go. Never have to worry about uh, losing reception or whatnot. You can also watch the show on Twitch, YouTube, uh, and Facebook as well uh, make sure you uh, like and subscribe to all those places if you're not following yet on our various social media accounts like twitter at espn 1320 instagram uh, at d and kc and at espn 1320 go follow those man you know it's it's, it's new year new d and kc so we are we are we are cranking out content uh, yeah. over on those uh, particularly those instagram platforms 
Uh, so make sure you are you are following those, man. Um, good stuff coming your way uh, in 2023 for sure. Until I get tired. and get your applications in (laughs) then then every time i get tired i just pawn it off on jesse jesse's got jesse's got years of grinding in this business so we'll just we'll just let him just let him keep just reminds me i need to talk to jesse after the show i got some some i'm just kidding i i I don't have anything to throw at you um Jesse gonna be hosting at Ricky's this <laughs> 705 J Street, downtown Sacramento. It's the world famous club, Ricky's. Casey, hit the what more do you want from me drop right now, please? Oh, man. Oh, there we go. Hold yeah. on. I got you. I got you. What more do you want from me? <laughs> hey, Jesse, would it be too difficult if you did this? <laughs> oh, man. Um, if we had a, a a player of the game chain, uh, Jesse would get it every day. Oh, <laughs> That's sure. just kind of the way it for works. Sure. Jesse would get it every single day. Uh, and KZ Akpala, he got the defensive player of the, the game chain last night. I love these pictures that they post uh, following following the game uh, when the player gets presented the chain. That's one of my favorite things that they do. That's legitimately uh, right up there with the beam. But this is a dude who played seven minutes. You talk about a guy who gets it, a guy who, uh, as The Rock would say back in 1997, knows his role. And it's so cliche in sports for a coach to say you've got to you know you got to stay ready. You got to be ready when your number's called. That dude is legitimately always ready to go in there and do exactly what Mike Brown needs him to do. Yeah, you said it perfectly. He knows his role. He absolutely knows his role, and he's ready to execute it, or at the very least attempt to execute it um, every time he's called on, every single time. You know what I mean? Whether he succeeds or not, that's a whole, you know, he's a human being. We don't know. He may have a bad day or whatever the case may be. But he's always ready Mm -hmm. to execute his role and last night um jordan clarkson who's who's a bad man a bad man he had him in a torture chamber mm-hmm. <laughs> jordan clarkson he, he got a couple buckets i ain't gonna lie to you but you know he was working he was working and he was trying everything he could to shake kz and sometimes he couldn't do it i just think kz akpala i still i don't know where it happens i don't know where um you make it happen but Man, it feels like he's got to be on the court. You know, it feels like he's somebody that you got to throw on. Um, the other teams, you know, score if they're hot or whatever the case may be and, and at least give him an opportunity to try and turn off that water because that's what he does. Jesse brought it up during one of the breaks. He said it perfectly. He, KZ's in line to make a lot of money if he can figure out how to hit one of these three-pointers, like a corner three or overall if he just becomes – a decent three-point shooter, if he can figure that out, he's going to get paid because his defense is – maybe I'm biased. Tell me, Damian, I could be biased, but I, every time I see him, his defense is some of the best perimeter defense in the league. I have no problem saying that. In the league, he's that good of a defender. Oh, I agree. He's 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 very good defensively, and when he's out there with uh, Davion as well, it's uh, oh, oh dog, oh dog indeed. Like I said, he was a menace to society. That his 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 defensive reel is getting very long. His defensive reel that 
is impacting moments late in games, like in clutch moments, in game-winning situations, that reel is getting mm-hmm. very – he's going to have to get the Twitter subscription blue to, to get to, to, to get his, his reel uh, out there so he could post the longer videos, man. He is – he, for me, and we'll talk about the bench scoring in a second, he hasn't quite – it doesn't feel like he's found his groove offensively mm-hmm. this season. But defensively, particularly over the last, you know, week and some change, man, he has been incredible. I mean, he's never faulted on the defensive end, like, period. That's that's not who, who Davion is. But he it, it's been absolutely highlighted uh, over the over the last four or five games or so. Did you did you see uh, that clip that was on Twitter, where uh, who I forgot who it was? It wasn't a Kings, the half court hoops, and they tweeted out the clip, and it was just this one possession, and they were like, "This is a pretty ridiculous defensive possession from Davion Mitchell." Did you did you see that one? I retweeted it. I actually I quote tweeted. I was like, "My goodness!" But he guards everybody on the court from each side of the court. He guards everybody. Like it, you talk about a menace to society. That defensive possession encapsules who Davion Mitchell has been to this team. It is insane. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna mute this because we don't need to hear it, and I'm not sure if Twitter will throw us off of uh, the stream for 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 playing this. But yeah, <laughs> we're we're playing the clip on the stream right now. He's just he's that's absolutely incredible. He is literally guarding everyone on the floor. That's amazing. And gets the rebound. Absolutely amazing. But it, nice. and it's it's look the right play the switch the switch switch twice. Harrison comes and over for the, everybody up when he switches the double, every single time, and then somehow winds up in the opposite corner, and then and then gets the rebound. Yeah, that's a Come bad on, dude, man. Come on, that and that and he's a, he's the type of guy. His defense is so good. Um, he's the type of guy where, at least for me, you overlook whatever offensive woes or uncertainty he has. Like I, I've never, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm trying to think. I don't want to speak out of turn, but I don't think I've ever looked at Davion this year and be like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe you gotta, you know, give his minutes to somebody else or whatever the case may be. No, no. whatever happens on the offensive end, you deal with that. Um, and you just tell him, keep doing what you do defensively. I love this call from Z Sickness here. Boxing Davion. That's the, <laughs> that's exactly that's the new defense. <laughs> Mike Brown out there running a boxing Davion. That's exactly what it was. That's crazy, man. He is so – he's a game changer on the defensive end, and he's a guy that you can stick on um, the other team's score. Mm-hmm. And, and there's, it's not no help situation. Oh, we got to help. We got to, you know um, – we got a hedge towards this guy. No, Davion's got him, and I'm gonna take my chances with Davion. Yeah, the the the, the funny part is, uh, you know, about that game is you referenced earlier how you were a little frustrated after the first quarter. How you didn't feel mm-hmm. like they they played particularly well in the first quarter until the fourth, and w- one reason for that was their defense was really as you as you noted they were throwing the ball all over the place on the offensive end, but their defense was rough, particularly it, it felt like when Sabonis left the floor. They made a couple of changes. I think De'Aaron was out there with that group, and it was it was just rough. It, it, you know, Davion was out there. It was just rocky, like it didn't work. And then 
I don't know what Mike said at halftime, but he said something, and the, the their attention, the the second unit's attention on the on the defensive end completely changed. They couldn't get anything going offensively. The entire second unit couldn't get anything going offensively. But we just mentioned two second unit players in. in or I don't know if you classify Casey Akpala as a second unit player, but a, but 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 a bench player, non starters that had a major major impact on the defensive end in a very 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 close game. You you see like in that um, I don't know maybe you saw the same thing I did, but in that second quarter, Utah was they were getting beat, and they. They had lost four in a row. They got desperate, and they started to scratch and claw, and they started to um, get on the offensive boards. And I was watching that. I was like, again, guys? Yeah. Again, they're going to get beat up on the offensive boards? Mm-hmm. And to your point, um, that, that Mike Brown must have said something because they kind of they shut all that down um, in that third quarter sometime where I was like, all right. like At, le- at the very least, if they do miss a shot, it's going to be one shot and out. One thing that bothered me a lot that in the two games against Utah, how many times did the Kings get the inbounds pass stolen? <laughs> it's like, bro, <laughs> like this is what Utah is going to do. They're waiting for you to just throw the ball in recklessly, and it had to be like five times in and, the two games. And I wonder, I wonder if that's kind of in the uh, the book, if you will, for Sacramento. Because you know they're going to try to run, right? You know mm-hmm. they're going to try to push, and I notice it a lot because they often do. I often get nervous that if you might, you might have an a, a, an official that's too attentive, because sometimes they like palm the ball, step a foot out, the other foot's like mm-hmm. inbounds, and they just kind of fling it forward and get moving. But that's that's the that's their 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 desire to push. Mm-hmm. That word again, pace, get the ball up the floor as quickly as possible. And I wonder if it's in that book, like, hey, in the in the Kings, if you stick around when they're in, they'll, they're going to make one or two mistakes during the game. Yeah, I think it is. Because they want to uh, push so quickly that they might miss a different uniform lingering around. Yeah, I think it is. I do think it's exclusive to Utah, though. I think Utah's the only one that'll stick around. Because they did it so many times in those two games that the Kings played against it. That's That's got to be their philosophy you know guy just kind of hang around the other thing i saw utah do or it's attentiveness by will hardy yeah for sure like i mean i'm not i'll tune into utah tomorrow and see if they do it again (laughs) you know what i mean to to, to get a feel for how often they do that the the other thing that they did that we'll see if other teams start to do though that kind of stuck out to me then i guess it really didn't matter because he was dominant regardless but they would have anybody stop Sabonis from pushing the ball up the floor. So like say Sabonis gets a, a steal and his guy is Olenek and Olenek is trailing. Usually you see these guys, Olenek will try to bust it to get in front of Sabonis. Well, at a little past half court, Mike Conley will just jump in front of Sabonis and be like, we're not going to let you like continue to run this fast break. And it worked a couple of times. Other times, you know, they got rid of the ball earlier. They figured out some other stuff. But that's something that did jump out to me that, you know, maybe these teams in the future um, are going to be a little more attentive to Sabonis getting the ball and starting to break on his on his own and try to get the ball out of his hands a little earlier. The last two minute report is out. Oh, boy. 
Oh boy, what we got? What we got? Let's see. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm digging through. We're opening it up now. Let's see. Let's, let's see what's here. There's a. There's a. There is a lot going on. The first thing I noticed right away is it looks like the jump ball was an incorrect call. It was. It, 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 it wasn't like anybody. They're, they're, they're acknowledging that. Um, yeah, incorrect call. Markinen and Murray both came together as they pursued the loose ball and briefly became tangled up and neither having control of the ball. Um, that was terrible. That, that was horrible. Let's see. I'm looking for. I'm looking for the foul. The the they, uh, the, the the referees. I mean. I talk about this all the time. They're atrocious. They they really need to be better. <laughs> really need to be better. It is it is. It's it's an abomination how bad these guys are. They called the Clarkson play correctly. The 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 screenplay. So here's here's the thing about that. If you if they want to say it's called correctly or whatever, and I know these are two different games and all this other stuff, but. If that's the case, what's the difference? And I'm sure nobody really has the answer. What's the difference between that play and remember the, the offensive foul yeah. from Deer? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's the same play. I don't know. They say the Keegan Murray foul on Laurie Markin was correct. Keegan what? Murray makes contact with Markin's elbow during his upward shooting motion, and the contact alters his jump shot attempt. What? I told you they weren't going to do it. I told you there was no chance in hell they'd acknowledge they got it wrong. What? What? Wow. Can, can we pull that up? Did he make contact with his elbow? Because I definitely didn't see I, that. It, it, from what they showed, I don't. I didn't. I don't see it. Like I don't see. All you see is uh, uh, Lori kicking his feet out in the Dude. most awkward, unnatural basketball motion in the history of professional sports. Not that made is, by James Harden. <laughs> That's atrocious. That is wow, terrible. You really said that call was correct. <laughs> wow. These people are crazy. Wow, wow, wow. There's a bunch of correct non-calls in here. Um, Doc Pollock call, we've already said that was correct. So that's the only the only one they got wrong was the <laughs> sorry. The only one they're admitting they got wrong was the jump ball. Well, okay. All right. Once All right. I'm I'm with you and everybody else. Why even have these little stupid things? <laughs> like, why are we having these last two minutes? They, they say have them for transparency, but when you're no longer I, – oh, you know what? Maybe Keegan did foul him. We just have yet to see the angle in which Keegan actually fouled him. I Like I said, I, I got to see it. All, all, and, but all I'm saying – when you see Markinen's feet do that, he, I could, I, I'll, we'll, we'll pull up the clip here We're on YouTube. Uh, it sure looked like Markinen kicked his calf. That's, yeah. that's how off that shooting motion was. Is I think he kicked Keegan Murray in the back of the leg. He absolutely did. The right leg kicked out. Um, Keegan Murray was doing what he was supposed to do and close out, but not close directly into the shooter. Close off to the side. Then Laurie Marketing kicks out. Now they're talking about he hit his elbow and all this other stuff. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. And to be honest with you, if he hit his elbow, I feel like the the kick happened before he hit his elbow. Mm-hmm. 
So that's the first foul. That's a, that's an offensive foul. That's yeah. I, I I don't know. That's that's tough. I don't I don't know if I can track down that particular play here on Twitter, but I don't know, man. That's the it doesn't I don't know Kings won. What? King, <laughs> Kings won. That's all that mattered. I absolutely thought that they were they that that they got that call wrong. And I did wonder if they would admit that they got the call wrong. Uh, and they didn't. <sighs> you want to talk yeah. about Terrence Davis for a minute? We talked about the, yeah. the struggles from the bench. I think scoring-wise, the struggles, they scored, you know, eight points. Things weren't cooking uh, for Malik Monk. Things weren't really cooking for Rashawn. Rashawn had a really, really difficult start to his mm. game when he got the call. He missed a pass from, I think it was HB, and then uh, committed a foul on the other end. Like, he was hustling, he was moving. He just committed a foul there, and I think that was – yeah, I think he had been in the game for a couple of seconds at that point. He had the play where I think it was Monk or somebody dropped a dime to him and he got caught pump faking all over the place and then got the shot blocked. Yeah. Instead of just going up and throwing the yeah. it was it was a little frustrating early. That was like a me. I think the Kings had numbers on that play mm-hmm. too. Um mm-hmm. it was just a it, it, it was a rough night for the bench. But uh, we haven't seen Terrence Davis in a while. Uh and and Jesse noted I think we've seen Terrence Davis have the exact five minutes and 35 seconds uh, Mm. since December 23rd. I think that's six games that we've seen uh, five minutes total, grand total uh, from Terrence Davis. Yeah, I don't don't really know what's going on with that. Um, Not sensational. Not sensational at all. Uh, I I think that what he brings to this team can can help this team out, you know, and and bring another – playmaker bring uh somebody that's explosive uh to this to this team and and to the to the style of play that this team has it has to be in my opinion like you talked about with Metsu it's got to be something going on on the practice uh court that Mike Brown isn't liking or isn't confident enough to put TD in right now uh because I think he can help this team and we've seen him help this team so That's one of those things. I'm not sure, you know, what what the issue is with that, and we'll see. We'll see if it continues. Second night of a back to back tonight. Um, I'm looking back. TD played nine minutes, eight minutes and fifty seven seconds uh, when these two teams played in Atlanta, which was also uh, the second night of a back to back. So it's not like he he got ramped up, but in terms of minutes last night. It was 37 for Harrison. It was 37 for Keegan. Uh, basically 39 for DeMontis Sabonis, 31 for Kevin Herter, and 37 for De'Aaron Fox. That was the workload last night for the Sacramento Kings starters. And if everyone can rewind to that back-to-back uh, with Atlanta, they were sluggish on that second night. Mm-hmm. Of course, they were on the road. Now, this is the dreaded... Utah to Sacramento. Utah on the first night of a back-to-back. And remember, it had no no ill impact on, I think it was the Washington Wizards. No, not at all. Uh, or was it, yeah, Washington or Charlotte. One of them came from Utah. Washington, I think it was Washington. Yeah. Um, it had no impact on them uh, a week and some change ago. Uh, no beam for the Barling family. But... <laughs> Little little bit different of a circumstance here for for Sacramento versus the last time they played Atlanta on the second night of a back to back. They're 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 at the Golden One Center. Obviously, it was a a, a tough you know fought game that that required big minutes uh, from their starters. But 
we've seen guys like Malik Monk answer the call. We know that he can. I'm curious if 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 Terrence, you know, gets a nod because the question's always where did those minutes come from? Casey mm-hmm. Akpala's played well. Where's Terrence minutes minutes going to come from? Because uh, you're certainly not taking Malik out, uh, so it's 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 tough to find a spot for him. Uh, but someone on that bench is going to have to get hot. Well, the, w- one of the ways um, for him and others to get into the game is if you know De'Aaron or De'Aaron goes to 35 minutes, or Herder goes to 28 minutes, or something like that, and you find the minutes that way. It's a little easier said than done. You got matchups and things of that nature, but. Um, like that's that that's a lot of minutes for those guys, and I'm not complaining necessarily because I call for that uh, a number of different times. Like, hey man, these guys need to be out there uh, a lot. But should be um, pointed out, it was big minutes and big production. None yeah, of those guys yeah, fell like, short. Uh, why would you ever take Nier Fox out? Right. He he should have had a, a guaranteed 12 minutes because there's no way you're taking him out in the fourth quarter. So, like, yeah, Sabonis was balling, Herder. Uh, was hitting big shots and, and things of that nature. So Keegan played well, and we noted Harrison Keegan Barnes played really played well. well. Yeah, everyone did. So you, you you went with the guys that were playing well in a situation where you know maybe I don't know if it's a, a must win. I don't know if I want to say that, but you wanted to get greedy. You had an opportunity to get one on the road in Utah, knowing that you're coming home for this back to back, and you can get a quick little two in a row here. You know, you can win this back to back. So I don't have any problem with the rotations and the minutes that those guys played last night. But I feel if uh, you're trying to get Terrence Davis in there, um, maybe, like I said, De'Aaron plays 35 minutes. Like the combination of De'Aaron playing 35, Keegan playing 33, Herter playing 29. I mean, that's – I don't even know what I just did. That's probably like I don't know what you did. nine minutes right there. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that – that that's nine minutes uh, to, to give to, to Terrence right there. Um, so, yeah, that's that's how you get him in the game. But it's tough. It's for tough. The, for the record, Darren Fox, fourth quarter last night, 11 minutes and 21 seconds. What the hell was he doing sitting out, for 20, uh, sitting out for 40 seconds, I guess? 39 seconds. Mike Brown, you're going to have to answer for where De'Aaron Fox was for those 39 seconds. <laughs> that needs to be James' first question on the, the pregame press conference. I, I, know, I know you guys won and you're on to Atlanta, but could you explain, uh, particularly to the chatty house, um, what happened to those 39 seconds from De'Aaron Fox in last night's game? <laughs> we got to get uh, James to mention the chatty house in one of these questions. Oh, we get dude. As soon as Ham gets here, we'll throw that at him. Like, you know, Mike, you know, there's a lot of talk going around, you know, maybe in the chatty house that, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Mike's going to be like, what What the the hell? hell? What the hell is is a chatty house? Uh, We'll come back, man. Um, We'll talk some other NBA notes. Only thing left for De'Aaron Fox or DeMontis Sabonis to do is to drop 50. Because that's just happening on a very regular basis uh, in the National Basketball Association. It happened last night, and it's really frustrating that two of the three hottest teams in the league are in the Western Conference. We'll talk about those when we return here. It's Steelo and Casey on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. Casey continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. People, man. 
Shout out to Christina Warner. If you're listening, I demand answers. (laughs) What is going on? Uh, Shout out to Nick, Brian K, Robert, Angelo, Wizzo Mac, James, our man Sean Smith, Jessica. Uh, They're following us over at D'Lo and KC on uh, Instagram, uh, which we hope that you will do as well, at D'Lo and KC, at ESPN 1320. Part of our job is to continue to grow those platforms, man. So we're pushing out content to both uh, of those channels, at D'Lo and KC and at ESPN 1320. We are Sacramento Sports Leader for a reason. You're going to get everything you need uh, right there. Same thing with our Instagram accounts. We have a little bit more fun with the D'Lo and KC Instagram account, or a little more fun with the D'Lo and KC uh, Twitter account. Um, but, yeah, J-Lo, this Stormwatch 2023 is a bunch of garbage. I, I demand <laughs> answers from Christina Warner. I'm looking, I swear I see the sun from here. I knew Young Cole was going to get in here saying Kendrick's last album was not overweighted and wax. Stop it. Stop We're it. back on the radio, by the way. Just a, just a quick note. We're on the radio. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's, why, that's why I said, hold on. As, as Kenny is carrying on conversations from the commercial break. I, I, I feel like I have a commercial tone and a radio tone. And 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 I, I guess Kenny Kenny missed my my radio tone. He needed me to say seven oh five J Street, downtown Sacramento. It's the world famous club, Ricky's. Three of the hottest, the three hottest teams in the league right now: the Brooklyn Nets, which are just goodness gracious, wow, just absurd. They've won twelve straight. Dallas has won seven in a row. Oh god! And Golden State without Steph Curry has won five straight mm. and those are those are the those are the three hottest teams in in the league right now and it's mm. like that da- i think dallas dallas what, what, what do we say they've won they've won seven straight dallas has won seven straight and they're 22 and 16 jeez there kings it, are it 20 is, and 16 it, for, for just for, for context purposes that's where the kings are they're 20 and 16 it feels like every time um I see the Mavericks schedule. They're playing the Rockets. Well, <laughs> why do they get to play the Rockets all the time? Well, we, Kings get the Rockets next week. Not on ESPN. <laughs> no, it's not on ESPN. Shout out to my boy Jalen Green. Shout out to KJ Martin. You know, uh, they got some good young ball players over there, but they're not ready right now. They're not ready. Mavericks. Okay, well, Mavericks, Sac- Sacramento. Sacramento is ready, and that game should be on national television. Oh, I agree, a hundred percent. And they need to pay us what they owe. They need to make up for that. They do. Matter of fact, you take one away, you add two more. They know just add one to make up for that. You add two more. There's interest on this repayment plan. Absolutely. And interest is an extra game. Pay what you owe. De'Aaron going for 50-plus this year? (laughs) He sure might. Giannis had 55, just, just 50 on an NBA night is is just becoming particularly regular. Now, Luca's performance was far from regular. Donovan Mitchell's performance was far from regular. And Giannis's performance last night was just a reminder who the hell he is. Come on, man. I saw something last night, I forgot what it was, where, you know, all these things going on and and you know, Luca and Donovan. No, no disrespect to these guys are bad. Like they are bad. And somebody tweeted out, you know, Giannis just had to let the people know what it was. I think in his last three games or something like that, he's averaging like 47.7. <laughs> I 
who's the who's the fourth player? Who am I missing? Donovan, Luca, Giannis. That went for fifty. Yeah, that went for fifty plus. Am I missing uh, one? Uh, no, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. I think it was just those three. See Donovan Mitchell. The 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 Cavs got hit with the PED test. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, you're right. It was Clay. Clay, thanks. Clay, that, yeah, Clay the, uh, in the, uh, Monday yeah. night. Yeah, right. Clay, yeah. Clay had fifty. Clay got overshadowed because the Donovan's seventy-one that night, but. I think um, everything that night got overshadowed because it was Monday well, night. But that yeah, th- I mean, and and I actually, when I when I turned away from SVP and Ryan Clark, and and, and we, we haven't said much about Demar Hamlin today. There's not much to say. It sounds like bits and pieces of encouraging news is coming out, but nothing mm. definitive, nothing official. I think they're being real careful to not. Uh, I, I think they're being real careful to not to do anything prematurely. Yeah. Um, so information is, is, is coming out very, very slow and I think very, very generic. Uh, but the little bit that has been released publicly has, has certainly skewed uh, towards the positive, but that's why we just haven't mentioned it very much today. Uh, Cincinnati's coach, uh, Zach Taylor, spoke today for the first time. Uh, the Buffalo Bills uh, did not have any media availability today. Uh, and they went through – they actually – they didn't even practice. They went through like a walkthrough uh, today mm-hmm. and shut down all the media availability. So that's kind of – and they did announce and – and I missed the time, forgive me. It, 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 but I, I know that the, the timing for Cincinnati's uh, Sunday game has been announced. Yeah. I, think it, I think I saw it at like 10 a.m. Okay. Because I, I saw it's it was 1, yeah. 1 o'clock, but yeah. I didn't know Pacific or – yeah, it's 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 ten o'clock. So the so the so the last two, you know, the last games that needed to be scheduled have have in fact been been scheduled. Um, I, I think the NFL will make a determination on Cincinnati and Buffalo once they feel like it's more appropriate. Um, yeah. Because I, I I still have serious questions whether we see games on Sunday. Um, I have very, very serious questions as to whether we see Buffalo play on Sunday. Um, But, you know, hopefully uh, more good news continues to to trickle out from that hospital in Cincinnati. Uh, That's that's I I obviously detoured there for a minute. I apologize. But that's kind of why we haven't talked a lot about it today. There just wasn't much to add uh, to our lengthy discussions yesterday. Uh, But that's what. The Clay Thompson game that night, I was locked into that um, following, you know, watching Ryan Clark and Scott Van Pelt for a couple of hours. And that was a, you know, it was it was a hell of a performance from Clay Thompson. I mentioned yesterday watching Warriors Twitter just collectively lose it when Clay did not get the final possession of regulation. And it went to I think it was Jordan Poole. That was fun. That was as fun as watching the game. It was watching Butcher Boy and and Kyle Matson and 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 Bonte Hill all react in real time to that play. No, now I I just saw the highlights and I saw a couple of different clips about that. But he did get the shot. And was that overtime or was that regulation? Clay. Yeah, that was overtime. Where he Clay, missed the Clay, corner three. Clay, yeah, Clay. Clay did not get the final shot of. Regulation. regulation. He, he missed a corner three and over. That was overtime. Yeah, when they were down three, and Dante Divincenzo hit the game. Dante was it? Dante. 
Dante's been pretty nice for them over this this stretch. He's he's added he he he's he has he's a Golden State Warrior. He mm-hmm. absolutely feels like a Golden State Warrior. Like he yeah. he fits. It makes yeah. sense. That was a that was a really really good landing spot for him. You know, it, it's it's good to see. We talked about the the trade and all this other stuff, and Dante DiVincenzo. I don't have no problem with seeing you know these guys landing in spots that work well for everybody. You know, Dante. I know we we all felt some no, type of way towards Dante at all. No, you know, we all you know we're like, dang, like we we hoped he would come back, or what's up with that him not coming back. Then he goes to the Warriors, and it's 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 dope to see him um, out there uh, contributing for that team and being a, a piece that fits with what they're trying to do, man. So uh, he had a big shot the other night to to help that team get a win and can continue their win streak, and that's good for him. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, tonight uh, Phoenix and Cleveland. So that's 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 an interesting one to follow. Mm. Uh, Portland, Cleveland do what they do. Portland and Minnesota. Are, mm. are, now there's there's a full slate of of games tonight. I picked out the ones that that have the most impact, most potential impact on Western Conference standings because we're going to be watching these until the end of the season. Oh, for so, sure. so oh, for I'm, sure. I'm looking at the schedule every single night. And look, I'm already looking and, and I'm seeing things in the standings. I'm seeing. Seeing a little little separation, as as Damian might say, as much a little separation. Huh? Uh-huh. See, just a little I bit see, here and there. Yeah, I flied with the eagles and I'd slithered with the snakes. Uh huh. <laughs> but everywhere in between. Uh huh. But <laughs> no, that's gold, man. That is gold. He's gonna um, lay out his thoughts on the Western Conference standings. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> but I look at the standings, man, and I'm starting to see some separation between where the Kings are at five and ten, right? And you know, I I, I think the goal has changed for sure for this team. The, the yesterday's goal is not today's goal. All right, they're trying to make the playoffs outright. But you look at ten; they're now with that with that win against Utah last night. They're five games in the loss column ahead of 10, which is Utah. That's, an, that's a nice little sizable gap. And when I see that, I also think about think about five games in the loss column and think about how the Kings are playing. And if those teams like a Utah, Minnesota, OKC, the Lakers, they're the same right now. If they can win enough to you – know, not can they, but how much it would take – for them to win enough to close that five game in the loss column gap. And it's not insurmountable by any means. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there is some separation starting to happen. And what what the what what the Kings are looking at and Kings fans are looking at, worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. This team should be looking at the nine seed to give you two opportunities to get into the playoffs, potentially. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 